The following program is sponsored by Frank Shelton. Welcome to Frank Shelton's podcast on life, leadership, and our Lord. Frank is an author, evangelist, and one of the most sought-after speakers in America. Frank is married to his sweetheart, Ruth, and they have two children and live near Washington, D.C. After working two decades on Capitol Hill, he left by faith to preach the gospel. He served five years on staff with the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, and he was a chaplain at three Summer Olympics. Today, Frank has preached on five continents and addressed audiences at stadiums over 120,000 in attendance. His TV ministry, By Faith, with Frank Shelton, airs weekly to over 150 million homes worldwide. And today, he's thrilled to speak to you. Enjoy today's message by our host, Frank Shelton. Hi, Ruth. Kenny G here. Happy birthday. Surprise, maybe? Well, this is from your husband, Frank. He reached out to me so we can make a special dedication just for you and your birthday. Also, this is from Hannah and Andrew. They love you. They respect you. You're selfless, elegant. You're kind. I know you love your family. And Frank asked if I could play a special melody just for you to encourage you to chase your dreams. It's my pleasure to dedicate to you for your birthday my song Forever in Love. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. Every day is Thanksgiving for me, and I want to tell my lovely bride I love you, and Ruth, we are so, so proud of you. Uh, this weekend, I had the honor to speak at Everett Assembly of God in Pennsylvania, and uh, I've had the honor to be with Pastor John and Bonnie Wiley multiple times, one of my favorite places to preach. And I preached on the prodigal son, and to be honest, I didn't know how many parents were having problems with a prodigal, and I gave an invitation, and not only were souls saved, God moved in a powerful way. The entire altar was full, and God did some healing as we were praying for some of our children who have gone astray to come home. Always remember, it's always time and the right time to come home. Um, that night, I preached on the subject of faith. I'm thankful for churches that still have Sunday service in the evening, and God shook the place. What a great crowd on a Sunday night. And they could have been anywhere, but they chose to come back in the house of God. And, uh, you know, faith is the currency of heaven. Jesus said, without faith, it is impossible to please God. One of the last things he said, when I return, will I find faith on the earth? In the 1980s, Wendy's, the restaurant for hamburgers and the little girl with red hair, Dave, the owner, had a marketing slogan that touched a lot of lives. They had an old lady that was screaming, where's the beef? But I believe today Jesus could be asking almost with tears, where's your faith? I got a question for you. I'm talking to the Christian and the clergy and the concerned citizen in the car. Are you content doing church with no passion for lost souls? Do you have no hunger to go to the next level with the Lord? If you just treat God like a drive-in service where you get in and get out, I'm telling you, you're missing on the goodness of God. When's the last time you saw with your own eyes God move in your midst? I can assure you it's probably been too long. 
I'd love to come to your church, Lord willing, this Sunday. I'm returning to preach for my good friend, Pastor Paul Bachman at North Glen Community Church in Glen Burnie, Maryland. I will be the following week right after Thanksgiving at Wilson United Methodist Church in Bishopville, Maryland, near Ocean City. December 3rd, I'm going to be preaching in Richmond, Virginia. December 10th, I'm going to be preaching for my dear friend, Pastor Dan Moore at Callaway Baptist Church in St. Mary's County, Maryland. And then the following Sunday, December 10th, I'm going to be back for the fifth time with my dear friend, Pastor Randy Scott in Wilmington, Delaware, in the backyard of President Biden. He lives there. Um, December 17th, I'm going to be in, um, hopefully from there, heading towards Houston, Texas. I've been asked to be in a documentary and then uh, just got invites in New Mexico and Arizona at the first of the year. Go to frankshelton.com. Pastor, I would be honored to make a difference to your community. Billy Graham was said to preach with the Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other. He would talk current events and then share the gospel. Christ alone can calm hearts. Our media today, there's news, there's fake news, there's bad news, but preacher preach the gospel because it's still good news. Talking about the news, last night, protesters tried to breach the Democratic National Committee. I've actually been in that building. I was also with the U.S. Capitol Police. Violence ensued. Some of our police officers were injured, and pray for them today. Earlier in the week, 15 students ganged up on one high school student and killed him. My friends, our world is on fire. We're out of control. Some have lost their minds. Why? Because their heart is not linked to Christ. But I got good news. God is still on the throne. If you're listening today, your kids are in school, but I want to encourage you to take out a pen and paper because I'm going to get ready to take you to school. Number one, some of the riots recently we have seen is, one, they're fully funded, two, it's not by accident, and three, they're organized and orchestrated to serve a greater demonic agenda. Number one, to push fear, and two, these riots are going to open up the door one day for a need of a national and international police force. Mark my words, they want to promote martial law. You don't need martial law if we were living by the fruit of the Spirit. Just last week, 13 nations gave away their country's sovereignty to who, you ask? The WHO, the World Health Organization, in case of another pandemic. My friends, without question, another pandemic is planned, and this is by design as well. Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder could see this coming. The group that pushed for the virus a couple years ago already had the vaccine. They create the chaos and then play the savior. They're going to strike again. I wrote three years ago, the vaccine wasn't created to combat the virus. The virus was created to usher in the vaccine. For the last couple months, I've had a burning urgency in my spirit to preach the ark with Noah. Number one, the ark is symbolic of God's salvation. Number two, when the door of the ark shut, the game was over for those who missed the boat. Number three, Jesus said the Son of God will return for the second coming just like in the days of Noah. While many are looking to the Middle East, we would do well to go back and reread Noah and his ark. Noah was considered a conspiracy theorist, and keep in mind, God had him build a boat when that brother had never seen rain. He was mocked and criticized and teased, but when it rained, 
He was right. The term conspiracy theorist is actually coined by the CIA. If your friend calls you a conspiracy theorist where they meant that as a complaint, take it as a compliment because the CIA coined it conspiracy theorists because thinking Americans didn't believe what the government said how John F. Kennedy was killed. So they began to shame them, and because they could see through the lies and they were on to the truth, they got mocked. Friends, I'm telling you, the door of salvation is closing, and we would do well to steer as many people inside the boat of salvation before it shuts. Pastor, I'm encouraging you to hold an all-night prayer meeting, a night of worship, and schedule a revival soon. We just wrapped up a three-week service on identity. Identity, it was powerful. You can go back and frankshelton.com, click podcast, and you can listen to them for free. Feel free to subscribe. I'm on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. As we head into Thanksgiving week, I want to speak the next two shows, today and next Thursday, on unpacking being thankful and grateful. Only in America do we give thanks on Thanksgiving Day and rush out the very next morning to buy more. We give thanks on Thursday, but then dominated by greed on Friday. I want to talk to you about Luke 17, 11 through 19. I'm going to talk to you about the lepers. And it came to pass as Jesus went to Jerusalem, he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a certain village there, he met 10 lepers and they stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and cried, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, go show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed and healed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And he fell down on Jesus's feet and the man fell at his face and giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, were there not 10 lepers that I cleansed? Where are the other nine? They are not found to forgive God the glory, save this one stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go your way. Your faith has made thee whole. As a child, I love the lone ranger, but as an adult, I love the lone leper. Out of ten, only one came back to say thanks. I've been to a leper colony in India, and in Jesus' day, the leper had a few friends. They prayed for friends, but most didn't have any. And if they started to get close, the poor leper had to scream from a distance, I'm unclean, and then they would walk away. But when others walked out, the Lord walked up, and he not only touched them, cleansed them, healed them, perhaps most important, he befriended them, and he saved their soul. Friends, lepers are symbolic of our society. We are dying for friends and fellowship. Pastor John Hagee from Cornerstone Church, his son wrote the foreword to my book, Blessedness of Brokenness. There is a gymnasium in Houston, and it says, I used to complain that I had no shoes until I met the man who had no feet. Do you have the attitude of gratitude? I preached last night in White Plains, Maryland, and I said one of the things that we take for granted as Christians is we forget the power that we have when we walk with the Lord. As a child, I used to be afraid of the dark, but when you walk victorious in the light, the darkness is afraid of you. The days of walking in shame, scared, or silenced are over as kids of the king 
We're winners. We're never more like God when we're giving and forgiving. Quickly, Nikita Koloff, the former world wrestling champ, invited me and a few friends to go camping in North Carolina. We stopped in Shelby, North Carolina at a Golden Corral, and we went in, and there were 10 men. The buffet was $10 a piece. That's 100 and change. And when the waitress served us that day, she didn't have to do much. It was just really the forks were there, maybe some drinks, but we fed ourselves at the buffet. But 10 men at 10 bucks a piece, it should have been 100 and change. And Nikita said, let's bless her today. The greatest are the servants. A couple guys pulled out a couple ones. Some put in a five, and some thought he was doing someone a favor to give her a $10 bill, and the champ kind of gave us that look. You can do better than that. Well, when it was all said and done, 10 men, 10 bucks a piece, which should have been 100 and change, praise the Lord, we let her a $400 tip. Her eyes got bigger than saucers. And then we said, hey, um, today's Monday, but we'll be coming back Friday on the way from our camping trip. Are you going to be working? And she said, no, I'm normally off on Friday, but I think I will be working this Friday if you're coming back. We came back. She was there. And the champ said, let's bless her again. That day, we gave her just shy of $500, two visits, $900. And it's not to say bragging about us, but when you are grateful, you're going to be giving. She began to weep. She told us she was a single mother working two jobs, trying desperately to hold it all together. And then we prayed for her and we led her to the Lord. And I'm telling you, you can't make a difference being stingy. Mark this down. You don't have to be rich to be generous, but you have to be generous to be generous. A thankful person is a generous person. John Kennedy was right. Ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. And too many of us treat the Almighty like an ATM, and we only come to him when we need something. But I'm telling you, it is a joy to represent Jesus when you bless others. Elvis Presley's stepbrother, Rick Stanley, came to my hometown. I brought him for revival, and he said, Frank, he said, when you gave the appeal to bless me as a traveling preacher, he goes, I've never seen anyone be as generous as I have with you. He said, I wish I could take you everywhere I went. And I want to tell you, um, you have been taught perhaps wrong. Some people believe give until it helps. I believe Jesus would say give until it hurts, because if it doesn't hurt you, it's not going to help someone else. God loves a cheerful giver. Two years ago, I was in Tampa, Florida. I was at a Waffle House, and the Lord spoke to me, and I saw a young couple over in the corner. The Holy Spirit said, buy their meal. And I thought, okay, Lord. And then I looked behind them, and there was an elderly couple, and it looked like they were there, you know, on occasion. But times were tough, and the Holy Spirit said, pay for them. And then I looked behind, and there was four college kids burning the midnight oil and I'm not swimming in money, but you're never more like God when you're giving and forgiving. And the Holy Spirit said, pay for that table of four. Then I saw a Mexican pastor, and he flew in by faith to attend the conference with Pastor Rodney's church. And the Lord said, pay for the table of four. And then a table, a family of six, a wife, a husband, and four small kids. And they came up to the diner at midnight and watched the cook prepare their meal. And I noticed that every single one of them got water. And the Holy Spirit said it wasn't because they were counting their calories. It was because money was tight 
and it must have been an unwritten rule in the family that they can eat, but we can't buy a soda or a drink. And the Holy Spirit said, pay for the six of them. And I looked, and at this point, over two-thirds of the restaurant, I know I'm already going to take care of. I wasn't making a scene. I didn't do a press release. Not one of them knew what I was getting ready to do. And then I realized, well, there's a couple other. Why don't I pay for them too? And you know what? We paid the entire bill in the midnight hour in Tampa, Florida, at a Waffle House. And today is the first day most people will ever hear this story. I'm telling you, when you represent God, you need to get past yourself. When you represent God, you want to think, thanks. And when you represent God, you want to be a blessing, not a burden. I could go on longer. I have a friend who delivers pizzas for a living, and he said, Frank, I learned the first week, number one, the bigger the house, the smaller the tip. My God, it should be reversed. To whom much is given, much is required. When you represent the Savior, you shouldn't be stingy. I had a pastor tell me a couple years ago, Frank, I don't want to give you a love offering, quote, I'm afraid that you will walk out with too much money. Number two, when you know the Lord, you don't got to be afraid. And when you really know the Lord, you want to be a blessing, not a burden. Why not unleash the flow of blessing? Only Satan would tighten the spigot and that will preach. I'm going to wind it down tonight. I have the honor you can catch me on the Now Network on television to 200 million homes Thursdays at 530. Tomorrow night, I'm on Christian television at 8 o'clock. We're on four nights a week in Las Vegas. Every Sunday, I'm on Christian Television Network at 9 o'clock, right after my old boss, Dr. Billy Graham. And I want to encourage you, uh, we are doing the greatest evangelistic outreach of our ministry starting now in New York City. And if you would like to be generous and sow into this soul-winning ministry and be part of the outreach, go to frankshelton.com and click Donate. It will be a tax deduction for you and you can help us reach souls and the Big Apple. Our gratefulness honors God, but when we are selfish, we honor the devil. Think thanks this Thanksgiving. Thank you for joining Frank Shelton today. Consider bringing Frank to your next outreach. Feel free to contact us at frank at frankshelton.com and look for us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Frank Shelton Jr. If you would like to partner with Frank Shelton Global, you can donate online at frankshelton.com. Your generosity will help us bring the word to the world. This is Frank Shelton reminding you when you're down to nothing, God is up to something. God bless you and go with God. Tune in next week and God bless you.